Hey, I'm so happy you're here. Welcome to the very first episode of Story Pillar, a podcast where we tackle sticky situations, explore stories from all over the world, and pick up advice from you, our listeners. I'm... Ooh, ooh, can I say hi? Is it my turn yet? <laughs> sure, I can tell you're super excited, so you go ahead and I'll just finish when you're done, okay? Yes. Hi, I'm Sneak. I'm a caterpillar and I like sneakers. And I'm going to be a superhero when I grow up. Oh, and I really want a giant chicken for a pet, but my mom said no. Wait, Sneak, that was a lot. Um, Maybe we should give our listeners' ears a chance to catch up. You think? Oops, sorry. I've just been waiting for this day for so long and my brain is so pumped up. It's like throwing up words out of my mouth like Oh, okay. Well, maybe try a deep breath. Ooh, good idea. Ready? (sighs) Better? Yep. Awesome. Let's try again. Hi, I'm Meg, a human person. And I'm Sneak, a really cool caterpillar with awesome red sneakers. And... Bean, it's your turn. What? Oh, one sec. Let me just finish this pose. Give me that phone, sister. Sneak, don't sit on it. I don't want your butt germs. Why not? It's pretty clean. Okay, out of sight, out of mind. Come on, Bean. We can't really start without you. Okay, I'm Bean, Sneak's sister. I'm a butterfly. And this is... Story Pillar. I feel a story coming on Wonder where we'll end up today We'll blast around the world We're Sneak and be leading the way Go Story Pillar, we're in this together No stopping us full speed ahead Go Story Pillar, shake it up a little Make cloudy skies brighter with friends Like I said before, this is a podcast where we tackle sticky situations, explore stories from all over the world, and pick up advice from you, our listeners. Ooh, sticky situations? Like peanut butter in your hair, or like when you eat a caramel from last Halloween in June and it gets all stuck in your teeth? Um, no. More like sticky as in a tough thing happens, maybe with a friend or at school, and you're not quite sure what to do about it. Sticky like that. Oh, like when I dropped my lollipop on my neighbor's cat and it was all covered in fur, but it was my favorite flavor, so I picked it up. Yes, well, kind of, but with no actually sticky things. I can't wait! Even my toes are excited. (laughs) There's so many of them. Mm -hmm, I can tell. Okay. It's time to say hey 
and figure out what sticky situation we're tackling today. Let's start with our listeners. Listeners, how are you feeling today? lot of different feelings. I heard happy, excited, sleepy, hungry, scared, stuck in a tree. Wait, what? Yeah, I heard that too. Now our turn. I'm feeling fantastic, like fantastic to the bazillionth power. Wow. Okay. Um, Bean, how about you? I'm fine. Uh, are you sure? Um, you don't sound fine, Bean. You can tell us, you know. We might not be able to fix whatever's bothering you, but we might be able to help somehow. That's kind of why we're here. (sighs) Okay. Well, yesterday was the first day in our new school. Oh, yeah. I forgot to tell you, Meg. My new teacher is awesome. And our class has a pet iguana with teeny little sunglasses. Uh, Sneak, that sounds really cool, but maybe you can wait until Bean's done. Oh, oops. Okay. Sorry, Bean. Well, it was the first day and everyone seems nice and all, but you realized you were standing in front of everyone in your underwear? No, I... Mm. Sneak, I know you're trying to help, but I think Bean just really needs some space to get her story out, okay? Fish farts. Sorry. Okay, Bean, try again. Well, everyone was bigger than me, and they were all staring at me, and I just felt really, really small and scared, and, and I've had a stomach ache ever since. Oh, Bean, that sounds really terrible. I'm sorry you have to deal with that, but I do think we found our sticky situation for today. What do we do when we're feeling small and out of place and not all that brave? I think I know a story that might give us some ideas about what to do. A story? Yes. Stories are my favorite. (laughs) I know. For this story, we have to travel to Meghalaya, a place in northeastern India. It's covered with rainforest and is apparently the wettest place on Earth. Holy cheese balls! Let's go now! (laughs) Okay, um, one thing first. Many people in Meghalaya speak a language called Kasi. And to say hello, they say Kublé. Want to try it? Kublé! Kublé! Awesome! Okay. Listeners, your turn. That sounded good. Okay, I think we're ready. Sneak, do you still have that rocket from the other day? Absolutely. Let me just get the door. Ow, what's in my armpit? Oops, sorry, Bean. Okay, seatbelts. Countdown. Three, two.
Monkeys, Big Tiger, adapted from The Tiger and the Monkeys by Mrs. Raffi. Long ago, the animals were living in the jungle. The sun was hot, the rain was cool, and the towering trees provided shade. Life was great. Except, as you might expect, the animals didn't always get along. You monkeys are too loud, Viper shouted. Yeah, well, you're too slithery, the monkeys screeched back. Uh And there were so many quarrels that they decided to choose a ruler to keep them all in line. They nominated the tiger to be queen. And because she was bigger and stronger than the other animals, she didn't bother to pay them any mind. She was big. They were small. If any of them did get out of line, she could just give them a good smack with her giant paw. And that would be the end of that. The other animals watched the queen carefully. They watched her sit upon the flat rock in the clearing for her bath each morning, licking her paws and rubbing that tricky spot behind her left ear. They watched her stretch out her great, big, powerful body for a lazy nap in the afternoon sun. And they watched her snap her long, knife-like teeth and slowly lick her lips after a juicy meal. They watched. And they noticed everything. In particular, they noticed the way she never seemed to notice them. Hmm, thought Viper, coiling tighter around a branch. Interesting, thought one particularly small, curious monkey peering through the leaves. And so they went about their days, slithering, climbing, squabbling, swinging, but always with one eye on the tiger. One hot day, the tiger queen went for a walk through the jungle. But after a bit, the sun was so hot and she was so very tired that she plopped down under some leafy trees and fell asleep. She slept and slept and slept some more until at last she awoke. And on waking, she heard coming from overhead a beautiful, melodious song to which she listened entranced. What is that wonderful noise? It's absolutely beautiful, she purred, pricking up her ears to hear it all the better. I must know who is responsible for it. Well, it happened to be the little insect, Shalaman, chirping high above the tiger's head. But it was so small, the tiger queen could not see it. And being so ignorant of her fellow animals, she had no idea whose voice it was. She peered at the branches to the right and to the left, trying to discover the singer. But she only saw monkeys playing in the trees. Well, it couldn't possibly be those silly beasts. But even though they were annoying and loud and ridiculous, they might know something. And so she decided to ask. You, tiresome monkeys, who is singing that song? The tiger queen demanded. Now, the monkeys and all the jungle animals were perfectly familiar with the singing of Shalaman. Anyone who spent any length of time in the jungle at all and paid attention to anything other than themselves would too. And so, in a spirit of mischief, 
the small, clever monkey answered, Oh, that? That's my sister. She has quite the lovely voice. Wouldn't you agree? Yes, heard the Tiger Queen. Quite the lovely voice. And she circled the tree, paws thumping the ground softly. And the other monkeys, clinging higher up in the branches, began to titter and screech, their nerves getting the better of them. But the brave little monkey sat unflinching. Some would say she has the most beautiful voice in the whole jungle, he said, returning the tiger's steely gaze. Indeed, indeed, she repeated, stopping suddenly. She is clearly the best, and so she must be mine. Bring her to me at once. And with that, the tree exploded with screeches and screams as every monkey was overcome with fear at the thought of what the Tiger Queen would do to them when she discovered their brother's lie. You've gone and done it now, hissed Viper to the small monkey. You're toast. But the brave little monkey sat firm, unafraid and calmly replied, But my queen, that would never do, you being so grand and us so humble. Let us prepare a great feast to honor the occasion. It would only be right. There was a nervous titter from above as the queen studied the little monkey, nostrils flaring as if she could smell his lie. But after a long pause, she rose to her feet and declared, It is done. I will return in one week's time, on the eve of the full moon. And with that, she turned and was gone. As soon as they found themselves alone, the monkeys swarmed their younger brother, poking and chastising him for his foolishness. Until at last, he said, Don't worry. I have a plan. A clever plan. And with whispers and exclamations, he shared his idea. They all set to work gathering clay and leaves and everything they would need to make the figure of a monkey. They finished the body, an old stump padded all around with leaves, which they propped against a tree. And next, they rolled a clump of clay into a smooth round ball and carefully placed it on the shoulders of their decoy sister. Is this gonna work? Whispered one monkey, peering doubtfully at the jumble of leaves and clay. It better, Viper answered with a frown. They shrugged and began to dress the figure in all the finery the jungle had to offer. A cloak of vibrant feathers from the parrots, a necklace strung with brilliant berries, and to top it all off, a delicate veil, woven of the finest spider silk that floated about the head and shoulders of the clay monkey, shielding it from suspicious tiger eyes. Finally, the night of the full moon arrived. Fine food and drink were laid out in plenty. The flutes and drums were raised in a lively tune. And of course, the clay monkey sat at the center of it all, draped in her finery. The monkey family arranged themselves around her, fanned out like a palm frond, hearts beating fast with fear as they awaited the tiger queen. And all at once, there she was, appearing as if by sorcery from among the leaves. Slowly, she padded into the clearing and came to a stop in front of the little monkey who, with one simple fib, had brought this gathering about. He looked up at the tiger queen, eyes unblinking, head held high, and pointed to the clay figure. My sister is there, my queen. Very well, 
said the queen. You, girl, a song before we depart. And she sat expectantly, eyes closed and ears perked in anticipation. The clay figure, of course, said nothing, remaining motionless, and an uneasy murmur rippled through the monkeys. The tiger queen growled. Why does your sister not obey my command? She stalked closer to the small monkey. She is very shy, he replied calmly, and nervous in your majesty's presence. Perhaps a gentle pat would reassure her? The tiger queen rolled her eyes and gave a mighty sigh. <sighs> very well. And raising a giant paw, she patted the so-called monkey's head once, twice, but of course, the veiled figure wasn't a monkey at all, rather a ball of clay balanced atop a stump. And before the queen could pat it a third time, the loose head fell to the ground before her. The tiger queen gasped in shock. <gasps> and the monkeys right on cue furiously danced up and down, shrieking and crying, Our sister! Oh, our precious! Precious sister, you have silenced her sweet song forever. <laughs> on and on they shouted until their screams rose to such a pitch that the Tiger Queen fled the clearing in a flash of orange and black, never to be seen again. And with that, the troop of monkeys turned toward their littlest, bravest brother, where he sat perched on the very branch from which he had first challenged the tiger. He looked down at them, a smile on his face, and said, I told you it was a clever plan. And as the shallowman stretched its wings and struck up a particularly sweet melody, the monkeys bowed as one, long and deep, giving due praise to the new king of the jungle. The End So, what did you think? That was awesome. I totally thought the Tiger Queen was just going to be all like, Roar, roar, I'm a tiger. You played a trick on me and now I'm going to eat you. Roar, roar. I know, but I was really happy that the monkey's plan actually worked out. Yeah, I bet the monkeys were too. Otherwise, they would have just been a big old pile of monkey guts. Like, squish, squash, squoosh, monkey guts. Uh, yeah, that's very descriptive. Thanks! Bean, what did you think? Well, I mean, it was a good story, I guess, but I don't see what this has to do with my situation. I mean, I get it, the tiger was big, the monkeys were small, but what am I supposed to do? Dress up in a veil and pretend my head falls off? And then they'll all think I'm some kind of zombie thing and run away screaming? Like this! Zombie, save me! Yeah, actually, like that. Well, Bean, let's think about it for a minute. The Tiger Queen was big, right? And not very nice. <laughs> Understatement of the year! <laughs> okay, she wasn't nice at all. She was mean and arrogant and had really big teeth. But the monkey didn't let that rattle him. He stayed calm and was brave. Well, yeah, but... I'm just not good at being brave in a new place with big new people. Well, you could do what the monkey did and find friends to help you feel brave. Well, 
I guess I kind of know Jasmine. I remember Jasmine from the playground. She's the one who told me to stop eating sand, even though I really love the way it goes crunch, 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 crunch in my teeth. Don't eat sand, Sneak. Can't promise anything. Please try. Anyway, I think it's time for our unstick trick. Unstick a what Unstick trick. That's when we ask a listener to give us their advice for figuring out our sticky situation. Neato Fido, who's going to share their unsticky tricky this week? <laughs> unstick trick. This week, we're going to hear from Jamie with his advice for feeling brave in a new place. Hey, I'm Jamie. I'm seven years old. Okay, Jamie. What do you do if you need to feel brave? Like, maybe take a, a deep breath and think the best of what can happen and not the worst that what can happen. Oh, like that word, um, optimistic. Yeah. Right? Like, don't be pessimistic, just be optimistic. So look on the bright side and yeah. don't assume the worst will happen? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. High five. Wow, that was fantastic. Yeah. I guess it makes sense to not assume everyone's automatically going to be terrible. Thanks, Jamie. Great. These ideas might not work perfectly, Bean, but it's a start at least, okay? Oh, and listeners, if you have an unstick trick you use to feel brave in new situations, we'd love to hear about it. We'll tell your grown-ups how to get in touch at the end of the show. Okay, that's it. We're done with our first episode ever of Story Pillar. Seriously, we're done? We're done. That's fantastic. Silk high five. Blam. <laughs> it does feel pretty good. Can I have my phone back, please? Ooh, where did that go? Oh, yeah. Under my butt. Here you go. Gross. Thanks for joining us. We'll have a new episode ready every other Monday. If you had fun, please tell a friend or many. And don't forget to have a grown-up subscribe, rate us, and leave a gold star review wherever you love listening. If you're looking for mini-episodes, have a story suggestion, or want to share an unstick trick, send your grown-up to storypillar.com. That's S-T-O-R-Y-P-I-L-L-A-R. They can also find a link there to our Ko-fi page, as well as more information about how to support the show. As always, thanks to Andy Job and Susanna Bridges for their work on our theme song. And for more of their great kids' music, check out andyandsusanna.com or find them on Spotify and iTunes. And don't forget, have your grown-up follow us on Instagram. I think you mean Instagram. Same thing. <laughs> our handle is at sign StoryPillar. You can also follow Mackenzie Allison, who does our awesome episode cover art at MK Allison Art. Okay, ready to say goodbye? Bye! I love you! Bye! Come back next time if you want to. Okay, bye everyone. Thanks for joining us. And remember, whether you're outsmarting Tiger Queens or just feeling small and out of place and not very brave, Find someone to be brave with or try to look on the bright side. Whatever you choose, you got this. 
and we'll be here cheering you on.